We running this, let's go. I'm on a boat, I'm on a boat. Everybody look at me, cause I'm sailing on a boat. I'm on a boat. Greetings everyone, welcome to episode 66 of Salt Ships and Scuttlebutt. That's nearly a tongue twister, a World of Warships podcast. Say that seven times in a row. Episode 66 of this podcast name. I'm joined this week by Captain Green. How are you doing good, sir? I am doing good. You're doing good, are you? Yeah. Been better, but also been a hell of a lot worse, so... Fair enough. Now, I, I want to start off with um, a rigged accusation. Greeny received a care package of Tim Tams not long ago, and uh, every month, and roughly every month, I do a subscriber giveaway in my Discord channel, and this month it was for a pack of Tim Tams or doubloon equivalents. Yes, who wins the Tim Tams? Still haven't gotten my cookies yet, though, so I don't know if uh. you can call it rigged if I haven't even gotten the winnings. Well, um, but don't, don't let me bring up chili sauce here. That's different. <laughs> they, they will be coming to you in the next week or two. I, I can't um, determine how Amazon does its shipments. But Greeny, Greeny rigged the contest somehow. The, the contest bot picked him, so he gets another fine sampling of the finest of um, biscuits from the Southern Hemisphere. Cannot wait. Yes, yes, I, I know not to do a white chocolate or peppermint or dark mint. Yep, I, I really like the milk, the double du uh, double dipped, and the uh, caramel ones. Those are ooh. caramel's nice. I got to admit, it's nice, nice and sweet, nice and sweet. And I've got to say, j just for um, general chit chat, I've, I've been playing boats this week, and um, I've had a lot of fun. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I I probably haven't played as much as I have in the past. Like I've avoided clan battles here or there. I haven't been grinding through randoms or ranked with people helping them out. Oh, um, but I've just been streaming in the odd games off stream, and um, it's actually been a lot of fun. Very very chilled. So it, it was nice to get back to that game mode rather than uh, dockyard grinds or this this and that. Yeah, I've been playing a few different games myself. Yeah. Uh, you know, Deep Rock. Deep Rock got a big update this week, so I'm in. I'm in Deep Rock. Uh, I've acknowledged the existence of War Thunder, and then I got one hit KO'd by a helicopter, and then I refused to acknowledge the existence <laughs> of War Thunder. And uh, I've been playing a lot of Steam Engine Simulator fair as enough, well. Fair enough. Fair it, enough. It's a little stupid simulator for a, a Steam Engine. Fair enough. I must say, though, you did join me on stream yesterday. That, that was pretty cool. You were a Smolensk enjoyer. Yes. Smolensk is, is the, the purifying flame that will fix tier 10. And I must say, special shout out to Mr. Mayhem, who Greeny got to rage quit in a CV game. <laughs> oh, that felt good. A bit, bit of, a bit of um, revenge, shall we say. Mayhem was in a Colossus and his team either complained or sailed away or, or complained and even he While got sailing sick away. <laughs> or sailing away. And um it, it was a glorious uh, victory, probably a bit one sided, not not gonna lie, it wasn't even a contest, but it was a glorious victory. Yeah. Yeah, we had a we had a bet riding on it and then I, I just I genuinely felt bad it was that bad of a stomp. Yeah. Decided to not hold him to it. 
Yeah, the the, st the stomps have been real. Um, I, I look, I live for the close game. That, that's what I love about World of Warships. In the early days, maybe when people didn't understand mechanics or the way they did the base capping, because you could cap out the enemy base, and that didn't end the game. It was the first team to a thousand. In 20 minutes, if that didn't happen, it was classed to draw, even if one side yeah. was higher than the other. But um, lately, the stomps, especially at all tiers, mid high and even super high tier with super ships, um, it's, it's harder and harder to find a close game that goes to like 17, 18 minutes, goes the distance, and um, you, you feel like you've had a good game. Yeah, it's it's difficult to get a lot of those kind of rewarding games lately. It's it's felt. Um, I, I think that has to do with fluctuations within the within the player base. It could, and I, I acknowledge that every, after several years, everyone's got to, most not everyone. A lot of people have got to their T tens, and they like being on top because a lot of people don't enjoy being a bottom tier like a tier eight or a tier nine in a T ten super ship game, but. I think those are the, some of the better games because whatever you're spotting or damage that you do, you're going to have a higher XP modifier against those higher tier ships. So you could end up being the top two or three, even with a bottom tier ship, if you play it well. Yeah. Yeah, the, the problem with that, though, is the Okachov just doesn't play like the Smolensk. So, you know, there, there are certain ships that I, I do really just enjoy playing at tier 10. But even even on stream last night, um, I did. I have been fluctuating a lot recently with what I've been playing, and I've been enjoying seven, eight. Yeah. You know, I've been enjoying a whole bunch of different tiers. It's it's a nice breath of fresh air. It it really is. It really is. I'm still sorry that I had to play the growl in front of you. <laughs> no, was... that's that's fine. I'll just remember that you you'll come to me on your dying bed. You'll be like, Green, I need you to need you to take care of my dog, and I'll be like, No. And and this will flash through your mind, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't know how you blame me for that mechanic, but we we'll let that lie. Um, but this week we've my had... spite is uh, not bound by mortal means. <laughs> that's fair enough. This week we've had actually a lot of um, content come out. We had a waterline video that comes out. I used to say every quarter, but it feels like every um six months now when you say because they talk about autumn yeah. and autumn and summer release um if you haven't watched it it's on uh war gaming or world of warships official youtube channel it's on their main page I, we we gave it a watch i have i'm not going to go through each of them because they talk about some things already uh, going to be coming like spanish cruises etc but we're, we're looking at some of the more i thought interesting or intriguing things so the return of support CVs. Currently returning this summer. Its concept is a distant gameplay concept. I have no idea what that means. It means are you spotting, are you doing things from range? Um, they still need to have strike ability, I think. But that, that was just something I picked up. It could be lost in translation. Um, but they will have minefields, so deploy deployable minefields and mines explode as ships travel into the radius. These, and I'm got to, thinking, can these be dropped on the static ship like Island Camp or something that's just reversing or going backwards and forwards? Um, so that's interesting. I, I and the other one was a smoke screen, so it's deployed by a plane, a long smoke, and in a short time it's up. So it's like a long crawling smoke potentially. 
I was thinking rather than a consumable like a fighter or engine boost, do you think these could be like special consumables from the CV? Do you know how we have rocket planes on super ships or like the Hornet with the B-25s? Do you think like every two minutes we'll have a minefield that you can launch off as a separate squadron and same with the smoke screen? I think that that would be an interesting way to do it. Um, I don't think that the smoke screen is going to be like, I, I think it is going to have the same kind of cooldown as the special strike squadrons. Yep. Because it doesn't really make sense to me to be able to cycle a, a consumable as potentially as powerful as smoke off of just, you know, a, a regular strike. That would be strong. Imagine doing a, a CV schleif and then smoking up your schleif with the CV playing. Yeah. What I think we're going to see from the, the CVs is I, I think that we're going to get normal CV strike potential with lower tier aircraft. And I think that that is going to um, offset these potential strike abilities. Well, that, that's actually pretty good logic because, um, or like we've got things like the cargo, they have a lot of planes, but they, they are weaker planes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, these support CVs still need an ability to strike. Maybe they only have oh, exactly. two strike options rather than having rockets. Maybe on a normal CV, generally you've got three options of rockets, torpedoes, and some sort of a bomb. I know some planes, some CVs only have two. Um, some have different combinations of those. Maybe the support CVs will only have two strike options and these other consumables that give team support. Um, now, they did some interesting wording in the Waterline video. Um, they said that they would be adding these mechanics to be tested on existing CVs in the game. Thoughts on that? Is adding diversity to existing CVs? Will they take a premium and make it a support CV off the bat? I, I understand why they're doing that, because you can't ask super testers. I'm not going to say blaming super testers. They're, they're a finite pool. Some of them are great at CVs. Some will be average. So they're trying to get as much data metrics on how these will work. I think that's not a terrible idea, adding it to existing CVs. Um, you think some I, I hope they only add it to tech trees because i don't want to see a malta with um a minefield as well smoke, yeah <laughs> a, a malta yeah. with oh, imagine smoking yourself up in the cv when you're lit yep um i think that we're gonna see them in game to test in parallel with super testers getting their hands on it yep. the same way that we saw subs getting tested that's what i think i think it's something that they're gonna make generally uh, available to the community and kind of see how the community reacts to it being dumped into the ecosystem. Because don't get me wrong, super testers do a, a great job in gathering data for wargaming. E the, even the, the highest stat super, super tester all the way down to the, to the lowest. Because at the end of the day, the whole point of the super test program is to gather data on these ships it's yep. not that you know 
I don't, you know, SuperTest doesn't run the balancing department. It it is no, it doesn't. It doesn't. For, it just it just tests you. You're getting that yeah. raw data for someone to interpret. Yeah, you're getting a data set for wargaming to look at. Um, and I think that introducing essentially a new class or a new variation on a class, I think that a good way to do it would be to kind of roll it out the same way as subs, get yeah. people's feet into the water, um, have people from all walks of life getting used to the potential of these new ships. I, I agree. I totally agree with that. Um, these will not make up the odd tier ships. These will still be even tier. So I'm assuming they're not going to do a tier four. So we'll see a tier six, eight and 10 for these ships for testing now. Um, I think they did say that they are going to be reusing all of the old carrier correct, hulls. Correct, they did. So, so, like, we might see an Essex at tier 10, and then uh, a Ranger at tier... Or not a Ranger. What, what was the old tier 7? Um, independence. Yeah, so, you know, we're not going to see an Independence at, like... I think, you know, stuff like that. They're going to either pump... Uh, I think they're just going to yeah, bump you've got, them up you've a got tier. You've got the Zuho, you're going to have the Huryu... Gonna have um, the Tao, Taihao, the two nine Japanese yeah. ones. Um, Taihao, yeah. I, 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 to be all in all honesty, I, I still think we should have never gone with the even tier DVs and submarines. There are enough players of those classes in the game. I, I think that they could have done all the way through. Sorry, I got a Netflix pop up. <laughs> that would have come through as the sound on the podcast. Um, I, I think they could have still done that. That's probably my only bugbear. I, I don't like seeing 6, 8, and 10s. Maybe they think for population, um, they weren't going to get enough popularity, but um, there's always CVs in queue, I found. But um, it is what it is, but we'll see what we will get with these. What do you think? Do you think these... Ha like the big, my biggest issue is we're giving a support CV, which would be great in a clan battle or something that you have comms within a division. But if you're a solo player, um, you're not going to be able to support your team because some players just don't understand what you're doing or why you're doing it, and they'll just call you a noob CV if you drop them smoke. So, what strike options? Uh, these CVs have to have a decent strike option to be able to counter but not be too overpowered. So I think that that's where they're going to have a fine line, really get that data set correctly. Yeah. Um, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Like I said earlier, I think that we're going to get lower tiered aircraft on these carriers. And I think that, you know, we're, they're going to have the same play style as those special squadrons you know yep. that that's genuinely what I, I think they're going to do because if they give if, if you know the tier 8 is just on essentially a, a, a Lexington strike package with smoke and mines that's why would I play Lexington yep yep why would I why would I play a, a, that, that's what I mean the, the, when I can go and play another CV that, that has they, they're going that to I can use for my teammates they're going to have to either gimp slightly the strikes or, but then why would you play a support CV when yeah you know like um unless the minefields are that strong that that offsets that damage kind of thing 
I also, I also thought potentially support CVs might give up their fighters or slash interceptors, but that would that would really hurt them um, as well. Being able, not being able to deploy a fighter to help your team. Yeah. Um. Because that, then you run into the situation of there's a support malt on. I, I'm just going to use uh, carrier names and put support in front of it if it's a support CV. You know, because uh, we don't know the specific names of them yeah. yet, so I can't do anything specific. You know, if, if I'm on a team with a support Malta and there's a normal Malta on the other side, I, I want to make sure that there's fighters because don't get me wrong, at the end of the day, fighters aren't a no-fly zone. It is very easy to cheese fighters. Yes. But the point of fighters yes. isn't to immediately, it's not like an immediate you know, like proton shield around your ship. The whole point of fighters is to make a, C a CV pilot think about their path to you. Mm -hmm. um, that that's why you can tell a good CV from a not so good CV on where they put their fighters. If you ask for fighter support, if they put it off your off, you know, one of your broadsides, mm, they probably know what they're doing because if they plop it right down directly on you, they can't guarantee that the uh, attacking aircraft will get tagged by those fighters. Yeah. I've had people drop fighters directly on me, and then I just get rocket strike through it, and the fighters don't even. It it, that, it, it also depends what so, CV they're coming up against. If it's like a um, mm -hmm. Soviet CV, you've got to be very particular with where you put your fighters. As as you said, off the yeah, side, if you put it right the, over the plane, those... it's going to launch outside the fighters' um, yeah. auto lock on. Yeah. And and I think that that I think that you're you're gonna need fighters on these CVs, which means that you're gonna need strike aircraft, or which means you're gonna need the rocket planes rather, unless you just give fighters to the strike aircraft, which wouldn't be opposed to. Most of them do from memory. Um, most no. of them, they all have fighters. Now look, most of the CVs I div up with will put fighters down, so it keeps a, a BB or a cruiser lit, so everyone else can farm them. It's very yeah. rare for those CVs to actually put planes over a ship that's being struck, and I think that causes um, a lot of anger with um the general. This is a slightly thing like people always blame their CV, but um, I, I always like to say if you've got a CV or two CVs in your game. Don't go in expecting CV help. If you get it, be grateful. But put yourself in a position where you can defend or dodge the best of your ability. Don't go up next to a, a rock and then get farmed into the ground and go, oh, CV, where was my support fighters? Because there's no communication. They, they, you could type in chat. They may not read it and so forth. So um, unless I'm in a group, I always... um myself look after myself i don't trust or i don't expect it's not trust i don't expect other people to give me support if i get it i'm very appreciative but you go in there thinking you've just got to defend yourself yeah so we'll see how that comes out support cvs coming to us this summer um yeah they should be good now Two new super ships. These are actually pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about these. We're getting the Venezia and Montana updates. Um, they're due in the autumn, so autumn in the, the northern hemisphere. The P Piemonte for the Venezia and Maine for the Montana. I think these are great choices in all, all honesty. Um, 
Montana's been very popular. Vanessa's are very popular. I, I did have a question on thoughts of how these boats will be superior, but then we got a dev blog. So do you want to, um, you can go through the main one. Um, if you, or the, the battleship main, if you like there, Captain Green, I'll do the Piemont, Piemont. Well, after I listened to the Waterline episode this week, I'm like, how are they going to cap off the Montana? Because usually with a lot of these super ships, it's, they're going to add extra turrets or extra guns. And I was like, are, are they just going to give us big Montana with quads? And then, like a bolt of lightning from heaven this morning, <laughs> My prayers were answered, and I was entirely right. It was, it's big Montana with quads. Um, the interesting bit, though, and I don't know if it's on this bit. Yes, it is. Combat instruction. So a lot of the combat instructions, or uh, I should, let me rephrase that. Wargaming has uh, kind of turned away from burst fire after the initial Conde and Annapolis incident yes uh, yeah 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 the ability for those two to just or those three ships to just eviscerate equal to your opponents little not good for the game um so wargaming is has kind of shifted a little bit more towards soft impact uh con, um combat instructions yep. which i think is a really novel concept because it allows you you know like the slava accuracy or like the the Ushakov accuracy boost, stuff like that. I, I think that it's good because it allow it rewards good play and it's not oppressive to fight against. And look at looking at the stats. Now these are the stats um, that have been dropped by Wargaming, and these are subject to change. And like I like the look of the main. The hit points are at 115,000, so not super high. She's only covered in 32 millimeters of plate. Um, uh, AP shells 13,500. Low reload time, but, but she's a US battleship, so in slot 6, even though her max dispersion is 302, and that's at 24.2 um, kilometers, I presume you're going to get access to the improved um, yeah. dispersion module. So that's usually 10% or 11%. So that should go down to like 270 meters, so a little bit more accurate. 35 second reload, or you could take the reload and pray for RNG. Uh, but the combat instruction is yeah. really interesting as well. If you go through that, yeah, but I, I was going to get to the no, that's okay. The the combat instructions increase the damage of the AA defense. The AA does nothing. AA does nothing. But it's the second part that's very interesting because it reduces the damage taken from fire and flooding, and it's the same activation as normal. So you know you just need to shoot shits and score hits yeah don't direct the hits so you've got 16 barrels you need 13 to fill up so if, if in your first salvo you get like 13 by some rng god you, you get a full full um progress bar to activate yeah and again the the first part is interesting because I, I don't know if this is just going to be like a built-in o button you know or if this is going to be like an offensive boost i don't know what type of boost they're talking about to the aa but reducing the damage taken from fire and flooding is cool, is king as a battleship. Yes. I cannot stress how ungodly that power is. And and the fact that we're getting it into a in, into a funny button, I, I think is is awesome. I, I, I think you, it's if, a step in the right direction. I agree. Like if if you've just DCP'd and you've been and you're still fighting, you still get a, a double fire or triple fire even. And that's just your DCPs on cooldown. 
you can reduce it by 65%. And this combat instruction lasts for 45 seconds, as he said. That's pretty big. That is pretty big. Yeah. I don't know if it mentions how long it will be. Um, if it's anything over 30 seconds of reduced damage, that's, that's 40, it's, crazy. It's, four, it's 45 seconds. That's how long the combat instruction goes for. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Because depending on what type of BB heal you have, that'll get you a good portion back towards your DCP. That, that'll cover a good I'll, amount of... I would um, say it's standard, but it's nearly improved reload. Looking at the repair party, it goes for 28 seconds. You get 759 or, say, 760 per tick. Um, so you get a good chunk back. Um, that's nearly... Um, uh, and it's seven and a half, just say 76, 15. So about, you can get up potentially up to 20,000 hit points back and it reloads every 80 seconds and you get four charges by stock. That's a pretty good repair party. Yeah. If you put your flags and other things, that will improve it as well. So that is pretty good. Now, um, it's got secondaries. I, I like saying this just to trigger Greeny. Please don't make a secondary build main just because it's got 10 by 2 127 millimeter mm. guns with a stock range of 7.3 does People not, mean, look at it and go, does not mean it is a secondary build boat. Look, if, you, if something comes within 7.3Ks, like your secondaries will go off or late game if you have to push, but it's not there. Um, as a main weapon. Interestingly enough, it describes it though that's got a very weak, uh, a vulnerable citadel. Does that that concerns me? Is it more vulnerable than the current Montanas? Maybe Greeny's gone quiet. Uh, hello, sorry, hello. Am I back. Welcome back. Your internet dropped out. I was just asking. It describes that the main has a more vulnerable citadel. So, do we think it's going to be a little bit more above water than the Montana's is currently? Yes, I think it is going to be one of the older kind of. Uh, I, I think it's going to be the older raised like Iowa slash Montana citadel. That's what I think we're going to get. Yep. Look. But yeah, no, you, you you hit the nail on the head there with uh, with secondary builds because I've I've seen people. It hurts me. Um, people like for Montana's just running like nine km secondaries on Montana, and it hurts me. Oh look, I see them on Burgons. You see them on all of them as a DD. You get used to it, but. Um... Yeah, and don't put the main into smoke. Its its penalty for firing its guns from smoke is 17.8 kilometers. So unless something smokes you 20Ks from a target, uh, you're going to be detected. Now, the Italian supercruiser, the Piemont, it seems, seems um, quite good. So that it's a continuation of the Venezia br um, branch. She has 12 254mm batteries. Um, low rate of fire. If you're used to Venezia, you're used to that. The ship also has eight torpedo tubes with, um, again, solid range but low damage. And um, like we're used to with Italian cruisers, um, well-protected citadel and good protection from HE shells with high speed and renewability. So she comes in at 61,400 hit points, 25 millimeters of armor plating, standard fires at 30 seconds. 
main batteries are four by three so four turrets of three 254 millimeter guns 17.8 kilometers so she has ap at 6100 6150 ap per salvo sap 7000 per shell so you've got 12 12 barrels that potentially have 7,000 sap, 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 sap damage per shell. That's going to bloody hurt at 17.8. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. The thing that I just wanted to quickly kind of bring up here is, um, ladies and gentlemen, this is not a super Venezia. Uh, you, you have been lied to. This is, is legitimately... And just looking at the model here, we have a Super Napoli. Super Napoli, it's, it's, it's got it's got two turrets mm, at the front, two at the back, but it's, nah. sec it's secondaries, unlike Napoli's, where it's secondaries. Yeah, no, no sap, no, no sap, sap It's just, but it's still got long range. It's got six by two, um, hundred thirty-five millimeter secondaries. HC shells does nineteen fifty nine percent. Like it, even the secondaries are pretty good. It's AA's underwhelming. Um, now, what makes it interesting, so this will still be really good to put Sansonetti on, I believe. Um, you get a DCP, you get a repair party. They don't say what the heal is on uh, this one. It gets an exhaust smoke generator as well, as per the Italian cruisers. But there is no fighter or spotting aircraft, unlike Venezia, they get a fighter. Yeah. So that, that's, that's going to be... You, you can't spot for anything when you're in your own smoke. Because I always keep my fighters or spotters if I'm smoking up and I want to use secondaries. or like Especially with something like Giuseppe Verde. When you pop your smoke, you put your spotter up or fighter up and whatever's outside your secondaries just melt. So I, th I think you're right. She's going to be more akin to a super Napoli with um, salvos rather than a um, Venezia. But I'm, I'm excited. The, the, these two ship lines, I'm actually... Happy to get behind as super ships. Yeah, um, the main's going to be very, very interesting. Um, I think the thing that's going to make or break it is the guns. Because 1.7 dispersion on 16 barrels. Don't get me yeah. wrong. 406s, they're yeah. going up to tier 11. Like the Montana, you have to be. With a Montana, like I, I love using AP only on BBs, especially at tier 10 of super ships. But with the Montana, you have to be conscious. If something's nose into you, especially if it's another BB, you have to fire your HE. You've got to use your HE. You got to, um, and so it's going to be one of those boats again that it doesn't get a great deal more hit points, only like 20,000 more, um, 115,000 tops. Um, and if it has a weaker citadel, it's going to get punished when it turns out. So it's it's going to have it's going to be like a big Mecklenburg. Um, I can just imagine early on, it's just going to be he spam from this boat until things yeah. show more broadside. And that's actually kind of an interesting point because super ships are supposed to cap the lines, right? Correct, correct. But these why guns, would you go? These guns yeah. are no stronger. Look, they talk about that the guns... Um, where is it? Uh, is armed with 16.406s. Compared to Montana, Maine's guns have a higher salvo weight, but a longer reload time and lower accuracy. Does that mean so her AP... Super, super 16-inch shells. Super 16-inch shells. Just, well, no, the, the US... 
battleships but, are already firing the super heavies. Yeah, so um, is this is this just PR writing type thing? Is this just marketing? Like, get the gold-plated capacitor on your motherboard for ten times better performance when all it does is charge you three times as much for zero performance. Um, I, I'd love to see the stats. And there are websites out there. Um, ships to, I forgot what the ones that they they do the gun projections. So as these boats hit testing, it'll be interesting to see how the mains guns compared to the Montanas. Not talking about the number of barrels, but just the ballistics, their arcs, their damage, their fall off, their penetration angles, and so forth. Now, something that came out with this dev blog, the latest one, and we'll touch back upon the waterline a little bit later, but there are a whole heap of new test boats. Uh, most of them seem to be battleship-based, and um, some of them are really interesting. We'll, we'll take it in turns here. I'll do the first one. We've got a new European uh, battleship. Um, it's a shame it uses Roman numerals in the name, the Carl... 14th Johan. Um, otherwise, you could call it. Um, God, tier... never change Dutch. <laughs> otherwise, it could be tier 14. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tier 9. The, the uh, one thing show. that I, I do want to. Yeah. The one thing I do want to say quickly about this um, Are you a fan of the Brandenburg? No. No, because this looks like a tier 9 Brandenburg with a, with a cool camo. With the cool camo, well, uh, just reading, because we don't have stats on uh, this one, I believe. I'll have to look at that. I've got it up. Um, no, I think we do. Hold on. Uh, yeah, we have Yeah, we have ship parameters. Oh, my bad, my bad. So she's a T9, 32mm plating, 72,900. Not the highest hit points. Um, she's a Swedish ship, so she's about design, built off a design from World War One, off a German-style design. Um, 50,000 ton battleship she comes equipped with 12 305 millimeter battery guns they have a quick reload time but low damage per salvo and short range that's concerning off the bat just because she sees super ships so she could have a great detection mm -hmm. herself but if you've got a DD or a sub or a CV that keeps you lit you, it's going to be a struggle to close in and uh, she has Rather low hit point Nine, pool. Yeah, nineteen one gun range is tier nine ten heavy cruiser gun range. Yeah, that is yeah, very yeah. concerning. And it is, it is. She has a decent heal, so twenty eight seconds per, and it gets thirty six three hundred sixty four. It's not as good as the mains, so it's a quick reload of eighty seconds. She does get a hydro um, ship detection to five k's, which is really really good. Um, so yeah, she's very much just a rebadged German battleship. Yeah. Um, better detect though, 13 base on mm. the, on the surface detect. That's good. You can probably get that down to like, what, 10? About 10, yeah. If you build for it. Yeah. So that's, that's actually not too bad. I can see this thing just showing up and just ooga booga in cruisers. But the, the problem with... I think something like this, and again, we don't know, we don't have any, any testing data, neither of us have played mm. it, but yeah, I think that with it being tier 9, the second you go up into a super ship match, 
like a Shatsuma is just going to laugh at you. Yep, yep. Uh, I, think, I think a Hanover is going to laugh at you. Yeah, uh, anything's going to laugh. Like I would, I would be in a Mecklenburg firing HE into the into this thing because again, it's got great secondaries. It's got fourteen by one one fifty millimeters and six by two one twenty. So both seven K. So you you can see people build secondaries for this, like a German one would but it, it's it doesn't have hit points 72 932 mil of plating i assume she has turtle back but as you push now, in you're going to suffer the wrath of the fire gods the other thing is it's not particularly quick 30.5 knots that's kind of standard for the tier mm, slow yeah look they, these are all subject to change i'm still excited that we're getting a um another European battleship because what happened to the Viribus Unitus was a travesty being a tier five with that, that amount of armor and hit pulls, but um, it is what it is. And we, we're, I'm looking forward to the tier nine Carl 14th Johan. Yep, I, I am too, as much as I was kind of ragging on it. I think it's going to be interesting. I, I love battleships um, in this game, even though I, I play mainly DDs and cruisers. I, I love battleships, they, there is something unique in them in the game. Oh, yeah, they always catch your eye. They're beautiful boats. All right, what's the next one that we're going to get? Next is the Scarlet Thunderer. Or Scarlet Thunder. Thunder. That sounds like a movie. Scarlet, you do. That sounds like an 80s power metal hair band. Coming to a cinema uh, near you. Now out on, on Blu-ray. I Not Blu-ray. <laughs> now out on record. Scarlet Thunders. I don't know. I don't know rock CDs. <laughs> Um, ugh. it's gonna be it's it's a Duncan. It's a Duncan with different guns, no torps, um, and a standard heel. That's I, interesting. I think that this, yeah, because from what I've heard, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of the conversations that I've had with people who ground out the bit of British battle cruisers uh, have said that they didn't like the Duncan. Um. Which is a shame because I, I genuinely love my Duncan. I, I played a whole bunch. It's one of the yep. one of my favorite tier nines. Um, but yeah, it's it's a regunned Duncan with conch guns with better accuracy and just conch shells. It's, so it's got better have, armor, but losing the speed and the super heal is pretty yep. big. Yeah, and um, you, losing the jousting torps is also big, in my opinion. Yes. Um, one of the, the great abilities of the Duncan is to just unga-bunga down at something and just joust it to death with, with the with the torps, and this just can't do it. Um, uh, spe it spe speak 22... Speaking of torp jousting, shout out to Greenie, who, who died to, in my torp jousting comp. Yes, yeah, sir. Too. Last place. Let's go. <laughs> um, 22-kilometer gun range, though, which... Kind of nice. You can you can sit at range and and be a, a tier yeah. nine thunderer, especially hey. especially as she's described, similar to Duncan, but she has weak protection against HE shells and torpedoes, as well as a vulnerable citadel. I, I think you're going to have to play this one at range. She's got good sigma of one point nine at max range of um, twenty two point two, decent enough dispersion of two eighty two. Um, meters um good enough reload at 27 seconds you can get that reload down with module six by another 12 percent i think this is going to be a long to mid reach sniper you, you don't yep. want to get in close um and you don't want to be taking damage yeah the one thing that allows duncans to be 
insanely aggressive is the is the torps and the heel. The heel makes up for the absolutely god awful plating, and the torps allow you to just blunt force trauma anything that you don't manage to kill. Yep. Um, without those two key tools in in this thing's toolbox, I I, I agree a hundred percent. I think it's going to be sit at eighteen, nineteen, twenty kilometers, shoot HE every twenty four seconds. <laughs> Which I, I would still say AP. The AP with those caliber guns, the four nineteens, is is going to be pretty nice. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. But with with it being conk AP, I, it's something I've reserved for cruisers yeah. and, and stuff. So, look, the HE still going to do seventy two hundred per shell. You got nine shells going out per salvo, theoretically. Pens up to one hundred five millimeters with HE and a forty eight percent chance to cause fire. I can understand why people are going to use it as a HE spammer. Mm -hmm. She does have good AA. Um, just looking at it goes up to six Ks, seven um, shell salvos in your AA flak with fourteen seventy. So you can build a bit into AA as well to give yourself a bit of protection. She's a bit slow, yeah. thirty two knots so without that speed boost. Yeah, good ridership. Uh, almost a kilometer in turning circle so yeah it doesn't turn it's a long yeah. british log yeah and she's not super 15. stealthy yeah i was just i just read that 15.1 yikes so she definitely has to be a bit of a range sniper don't don't get confused that you can push in with her you're not going to live long not going to live long now the next one, we we we've still got three to go. There's there's a few boats to discuss. I'm excited for any of. I love the British line, so we get a new T10 British cruiser called the Defence. Um, it's a large cruiser based upon the Nelson-like hull design and 356 millimeter armament from the King George. It's a cruiser with King George battleship guns and a Nelson hull. Um, yeah, six thirty-three fifty-six millimeter guns. It, it all depends on the reload. She has more hit points than some. This is a T10 at sixty thousand six hundred. She's only covered with twenty-five millimeter of plating greeny. She's sixty-second fire. She's gonna oh. get smacked through the nose. Imagine, oh. imagine again uh, a Satsuma, um, hell, a, a DM. <laughs> A DM with AP oh. at close range. Um, 16.8 kilometer range only with her guns. Um, reload is... Do they have reload here? They should. Reload's 28, 28 seconds. seconds. But she's really... <laughs> look, at, look, at, look at the accuracy, though. 189 meters at that range. That's right. Sigma of 2.05. She's going to be super accurate. She does get torps of 2.2x4 racks. Uh, they go to 10 kilometers, etc. Um, you, like the British line, you can do a narrow spread or individual. There's no wide one. She does have some secondaries. Don't build secondaries. AA's not a little bit. Five point two. She she can get farmed, but um, speed thirty three knots. Detectability um, fourteen one. So you can probably get that down into low elevens. Um, she gets a standard heal. Hydro short burst smoke generator is what I was wanted to point out here. She has smoke. Duration of the smoke um, for deploying is 15 seconds, so that'll be big enough to slow down, and it goes for 40 seconds. But I think what will hurt this boat is not having a super heal at T10 yeah. with that kind of I, armor plating. 
Yeah, I think with this level of detect, this level of guns, I think that what we might have on our hands is another... Oh, God, I can't even think of the name of the Tier 10 British research Gibraltar. Oh, um, yeah. you mean Gibraltar? Yes, we might have another Gibraltar, where it's one of those ships that everybody kind of sleeps on. Um, the battleship guns are definitely going to be interesting. And with that, especially with that accuracy, it's going to be devastating to cruisers. Um, and it's going to be able to put up a fight against battleships. And like she's similar, she's is, similar to a Gibraltar in that her detectability after firing guns, main guns in smoke is twelve point six kilometers. So you, you're really using that smoke not to farm like one or two salvos. It's a disengaged smoke. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I think that it's going to be interesting to see how, to see what Wargaming's vision for this boat is, how they want it to be played, and and what their what their design. What their gameplay design was when they were designing yep. it. And I may say 25 mils of armor, and it sounds like it's weak, but until we get the armor model, we don't know if she gets an icebreaker or anything that's going to give her a bit of ability to sit arse in or nose in. We're, we're only think, reading the pure stats as they stand now. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I still think it's just going to follow British standard heavy cruiser armor um, layouts where you're going to have an okay upper, you're going to have an okay deck, you're going to have a glass nose, and you're gonna have a really thick belt that's just thick enough to arm battleship shells and cruiser <laughs> shells, and too thick to guarantee overpens. Yeah, um, uh, and, and the problem I have with this boat already is all the all it's like a Nelson. All three turrets are at the front, and it's got that. You, you can sort of nose in the turrets can angle, but if you have to turn out, it's got a big citadel, and it's probably its rear angles aren't gonna be great. So. Yeah, especially with all that superstructure. It looks like there's literally part of London on the back of the boat. <laughs> so this this will be an interesting cruiser. I, I love my Royal Navy cruisers, and um, I, I am intrigued to see how this one will play out. So what other ships are we getting in patch 12.6, Greeny? We are getting... Bum, bum, bum. The Kitakami. Yeah. We got some data. Yes. So we got plating, we got main battery. Look, um, it, it's it's still a Kuma cruiser hull at tier ten. So she only has sap. she has only twenty five hundred, twenty eight hundred, twenty eight thousand five hundred hit points, sixteen millimeters of plating. You might as well just call her a big DD, but it's a cruiser. Mm-hmm. Um main battery's four by one for one forty millimeter, eleven point two. They are sap shells. Um Yep. You you won't want to build range if you, if you if with this boat does come to life or you get to test it, um, you don't want to build range into your guns because you don't want to have your bloom um, so big. Remember, as a vessel, your gun bloom can only be detected by as far as your range can go. So if an enemy DD sails to twelve Ks and you shoot your guns, he uh, won't see. You know, firing range is 11 point. Yeah, he won't see you because <laughs> that's your max firing range. Um, reloads four seconds. She plays more like a um, DD rather than a cruiser, but they've definitely called yeah. her a cruiser. We have um, now just just so I just so I can convey properly what we need to know or what what the viewers need to know. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> just underneath here, depth charges. Are we getting, is this getting strikes or is this just 
do you think that these are deck depth the, charges? These are depth charges. The, this is a light cruiser. This is roll off. Yep. Okay. Oh uh, no, bombs in charge ten. Yeah, they, these are roll offs. Maximum. Yeah. These are depth charges. If it was another one, it would say airstrike. If you go up to the um, a British one, it says airstrike depth charge. All right. Now, this is where it gets confusing, and I'm going to need the viewers to put on their thinking hats. And, you know, viewers like Grant are going to need to really use all the gray matter at their disposal. Ugh. So, 12,000 damage torps, 14 kilometer range. That's been, that's 80, been reduced from when yeah. last time. 82 knot speed. They're quick. Yes. 81 second reload time. Hold on to that number. Yes. And 1.7 detect on the torps. All right, now is where the gray matter comes into play. You forgot to mention... You for, you for, yeah, okay, sorry. Number of torps. Yeah. Number of torpedo tube loaders on the left side, one. Number of torpedo tube loaders on the right side, one. For those of you who are unenlightened and don't know what that means, this thing's getting a sub-reload. It is. So this you... thing is going to be able to individually load torpedoes or individually load mounts, which... I hope to God it's not individually loading. That'd be, um, it'd be entire racks. You'd think it'd be entire no. racks. So rather than having 81 seconds is pretty short, especially with the captain skill in module six, you can get that down really, really low. Uh, there are 10 by four, so you got 20 torps per side. But like a submarine, if you fire all five racks on the left side, they're only going to reload each mount individually. So if you'll stock 80, say it went down to 45 seconds with all the captain skill, yeah. it'll take each individual mount 45 seconds. So what they're trying to sequentially, do from, sequentially. So. so what they're trying to do with this is you might do one, two or three on the left side, then one, two, three on the right and always be reloading. So you're not going to be able to spam like a Benham with your torps constantly. And I think that's actually yeah. a really nice change. I do too, because uh, the second I, when I was reading through it, I was like, okay, damage 11,000. That's not too good. Not too bad. 14 kilometer, you know, range 82 knot speed. Okay. 81 second reload time on torpedoes. <laughs> that's terrifying because if it was reloading all of the racks simultaneously at 81 seconds, this thing could just do Benham circles and just vomit. 20 torpedoes into the water every 81 seconds. I think she might be a tough boat. Like, look, looking at the stats, 28,000 hit points. She's a cruiser. Stock detectability is 9.8 kilometers. So if you took off, say, 2K, so 8K, 7.8, that's not really that stealthy with 11.2, with the amount of 12-kilometer, 10-kilometer, 9-kilometer radar. Yeah, she has a short burst duration smoke. She has an engine boost that goes for um, two minutes. And she has a repair party that's pretty low. Like, this boat is, survivability-wise, is pretty weak. Um, and now that they've gimped the torps, I, I, she, she's going to have a very limited strike ability uh, other than that first salvo, potentially. Imagine, if it, imagine you don't load up all five at the start either um that it does each one individually because i think subs load up that they're all good to go yeah i think subs are all loaded so that that will be really interesting uh it it's it might be too much of a nerf hat 
because everything else in her they reduced the range of the torpedoes i think this last time it was much longer than 14. um i'd have to go back through the dev blogs but i, I think reading these stats she's she doesn't sound like she's going to be super strong if you catch them out this could like be a dead cruiser in two yeah. minutes I, I think that this could be a dead cruiser in seconds. Um, twenty eight thousand five hundred hit points. An Akuma like hull. I mean, uh, you're not even safe from DDs if a DD catches you. Yeah, six, six, they just swap sixteen, and they just kill sixteen you. millimeter plating, Clebairs, Druids, any DD is going to laugh at you, and that your guns that might be sap, but they're not going to do much. Four by four, one forties. Yeah. It's all about the torps. It's all about the torps. Yeah, and that's why I think that I don't know if we're going to keep the, the, these loaders. I don't think we're going to keep the loading system. Because, again, you're sacrificing a whole bunch for the torps, and then the torps get gimped. Yeah. And I, and I, I agree with you 100% with what you said earlier, where it's um, I, th I think the hat might have been put a little bit too hard on. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't want to see Torp spam, but um, I don't want to see a boat that potentially will come in for steel, for coal, for research bureau, or some other um, economic reward, pay doubloons, pay tokens, get people to put money into, potentially. That isn't going to be the... It'll have one gimmick, and it'll be easily negated by decent players, or any player. You, you, you don't have to be a good player to press... T or Y or U for radar type thing. Um, or it's got terrible detect, so your Kleber can run it down. Your Kleber or Marso is going to outspot it. And what's a, what's a DD that can do 40 knots going to do to a slow cruiser that pops its short duration smoke? I'm going to run it down. Exactly. And that means that the, that the Kitakami either has to be lucky and have its torps up have some way to spot the DD so you know you can turn all four of your 140 millimeter guns to bear on me as I run you down in a clever. Yep, so you got to remember the max speed of the Kitakami without flags is 32 knots. You get another 5%, so they won't put 33, 33 and a half, and then you get an extra. Uh, it only gets a engine boost for two minutes of plus another 8%, so you go up to 35 knots you're still going to get dds are going to chase you down you know you're not going yeah to get away. i think i think a lot of dds outside of trump i think every dd outside of trump can just run that down trump's not a dd trump's a travesty uh, i know it was crazy you know a whole bunch of people were like hey this thing's great it has airstrikes and i was like i don't know i don't know about it and then i stopped seeing them because you know, they, they aren't good but here we are that's, I, I, that's outside of the realm I must admit, um, it is outside the realm, and we, we shouldn't talk about Trumps, but um, they, they don't appear as much as um, common. Now, now while we're speaking of the Trump, and I'm just going to slide. Actually, I'll do. I'll do it after. I was just going to say we have information on how the um, if you haven't read, but how the some of the new vessels will come out in the future releases. In um, they've released the distribution methods. We'll do that after the next text text in that test boat. Ooh. And finally, we have the U4501. Hmm. Um, a little alarming to start off with. Maximum submerged speed is reduced from 41 to 36 knots. Oh, gee. Uh, earmuffs, what in the blue fuck 
is going 41 knots underwater that isn't a Russian nuclear submarine. What the fuck? My, my two-minute oh, uh, my, my two hydro, I've guaranteed... It's hydro, by the way. I've guaranteed detect of 1.9, so I'm going to be literally over him. If I'm yep. in a DD that's 35 knots like a daring of 36, this thing's getting away from me. Yeah. Or, or was, or was. So, so remember everybody like, oh, dude, just bro, man, just run down the sub. Have fun. It's 41 knots. It's outrunning everything that isn't French. Including your airstrikes. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, it went down to 36. So oh. it'll still outrun most of the destroyers if they don't have their speed boosts up. That's oh. a good change. What that, look, that, 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 that's if the plays were cluey enough. I've seen subs sit stationary underwater yeah. type thing. Diving plane shift time increased from 11 to 19 seconds. This, this that's is, a lot. This has been that's hit by the banhammer pretty hard. Yes. It gets even worse. Dive capacity reduced from 350 seconds so to let, let, let me. <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing so much. Uh, let's clarify. So they've Wargaming have said the above mentioned balance changes will make it more difficult for this sub to quickly go behind enemy lines to fire her torpedoes. So obviously, what people are doing when they're testing is diving and going forty-one knots behind the enemy and just torping him in their butts the entire time, which is pretty clever. Ah, oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I. This thing is is kind of scary because they they say they're like, hey. You know, we're going to make it so that you can't just run people down. And I think they just made something that can still run people down. It's just you get a few more seconds of life. Yeah, look, it, it's, it's had just, its dive capacity reduced from 350 seconds, I presume, to 210. Um, that's a big one. And uh, the dive capacity recharge has been nerfed from 0.8 to get a tick no, up in, to No, 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 increased. no. Oh, increased. Increased. So, that, so it's been... So you, yeah, okay. I take it back. You can't get to the enemy lines as quick, but you still can, and um, you reload your dive capacity even quicker. The acoustic or homing torps have been increased from six point three to eight point five. That's not too bad. That's within dangerous level. Yeah, and the reload's been sixty seconds. Thirded. Yeah. Yep, thirded. The sonar range is increased to eight point five kilometers. No, no, no! Look at that last one. Look at that last line. I know. Added repair party consumable to a <laughs> sub, but 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 it can only be used in the surfaced position. Doesn't matter. You stack this with that German commander that uh, yeah, kills look, you off of spots. Whoa. But look, but look, it's unkillable. No, 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 no! It is. It is. Look, look at the hit points. It's got ten thousand hit points oh, okay, as a yeah, that's fair. You know, I still think that this thing's going to run around like a meth head in front of 7-Eleven, man. Thir 36 uh, knots is still pretty quick, especially once you put on yeah. those speed flags. I'm sure there is a submarine um, captain skill to go quicker. What's the surface speed? Okay, 20 knots on the surface, 36 knots submerged. Okay. Uh, in reality, that should be reversed. It should be 36 yep. knots on the surface. 20, but yeah, look, this is an arcade game. Um, yeah. She, she gets... DCP it doesn't talk about limited DCP like you do on a normal sub. It just says DCP. So put your hat on. If you play subs, you've got limited DCP. So if this comes with unlimited, that's a pretty big thing. Um, she gets a hydrophone, so duration for 30 seconds. It gives you ship bearing up to eight, and interval between pings is six seconds, so 80 seconds. So this that hydrophone is unlimited. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
Okay, at Periscope Depth, the, this I the wheels are turning here. Do you know if being at Periscope Depth counts as being underwater? What do you mean? In what context? In, in, in the context of subs, because on the surface, this thing has 20 knots, right? So yeah, per, periscope, per, periscope depth is underwater because you can't radar because it's considered underwater. Okay. So that it, something that a lot of subs run is enlarged propeller shaft, which adds almost 20% speed, uh, 20% speed at surface and at periscope depth. So you're really looking at what's a fifth of 20? So that's four. So 24 knots on the surface. And what's a fifth of 36? A lot. Uh, yeah, so you're looking at almost 40 knots Again. submerged still. Can you imagine when it oh, did 41? <laughs> Can you imagine when it did 41 <laughs> knots? Wait. It probably did like 50. Or four, sorry, on, 45. I'm pulling up my calculator. Hold on. <laughs> but you got to remember, this has very low hit points for a T10. 10,000. Oh, yeah. No, I, it, it does. I just think that it's going to be really funny if I find out what twenty per, uh, what 18% of so 46 I'll, is I'll, if I'll it adds going. up to 41. I'll keep going through the slots. So slot three, we get submarine surveillance. So it goes for 60 seconds. It spots submarines up to nine kilometers at max depth. Um, so you have to wait 330 seconds or five and a bit minutes since at the start of the game. But then it reloads every two minutes for unlimited. And she gets a repair party that we talked about. So 40 seconds repair party goes for hit points per second is 51. And it reloads every 80 seconds for two charges at stock it's not a big heal but considering it's only got ten thousand hit points it's probably big enough this thing is all about the torps all about the torps she has um the maximum torp um oh, which ones are the which ones she's got 10 by one at the front they talked about um 8.5 for the acoustic so the alternative or so yeah, the acoustic now go 8.5, only 26 um, or 8,600 damage. She has bad detector 2.2, but who cares if they're homing? Now, the alternative torpedo is um, 12,500 per torp, 6.3 kilometer range, 62 knots in the 60 second reload. She, she still sounds... Ooh, You'd have to be a really good sub player to get this going because of these ranges between homing and shotgunning torps. You don't have a lot of hit points, so this is going to be a high skill sub. Yeah, if, if you're a great sub player, this thing's you, you're going to laugh at how strong this is. But if you're if you're not a good sub player, this thing you're just going to die in. Okay, um, I've done some math. Oh, does I don't your head know hurt if it's now? right. Yeah, I don't know if it's right. Um, but I, I went with uh, 20% because it's close enough and you know we can factor in that margin of error and finding 20% of something is a lot easier than finding 18% of something. Yep. So 20% of 36 is 7.2. So we, we take a little bit off, maybe 0 0.4, 0 0.5. So that's 6.9, 6.8. So that's still 6.8 on top of the 36. So you're doing 33. You're still doing 43 knots if you're if you have a large propeller shaft 
at uh, Periscope. We, we, all, we all love a new large propeller shaft, brother. Mm, yes. <laughs> you know, my birthday is coming up. You know what to get me. An enlarged propeller shaft. <laughs> it's going to be. The yeah. propeller shaft is going to be ribbed for his um, propulsions benefit. Yes, sir. Um. Yeah, so look, that's interesting, DD. It's it's such a glass cannon, um, but the ability to do what it does sounds very interesting. Um, I, I would love to see how that one goes in testing. I, I might even, even though I don't play subs, I might even take my hand at trying to test that one just to see if I can you get might some. splurge. Just, just, just to see if it brings a smile to my face. Um... Now, we did get some distribution methods announced this week. The American Destroyer Halford will become available for coal. Um, I haven't played it, so I can't talk about how it's gameplay, but reading its stats with a, a Fletcher-class destroyer that launches planes, I'm still not a fan, so I will, I will try her when she comes out. But I, I don't see how she's going to be able to do DD things and launch planes unless it's a gimmick type thing. Yeah. Um took me a second to remember what Halford was. Yes. Uh yeah, I I'm happy it's coming out for coal. I think that that's good. I I, I kind of like that we're getting more coal ships. Yep. If you're like me, I'm actually out of coal ships to collect other than Trump, but I refuse to get Trump. Hey, have you got all the uh, CVs? I have all of the coal ships. Yes. Why don't you get yourself a um a steel CV like the FDR? Your treasury's got the steel. Um, because I'm getting an Austin if if I'm buying something for steel, Austin or Ragnar. Fair enough. And, and we get nothing else really interests me. But yeah, for coal, all I have left is the Trump to get. Um, and the only reason I haven't gotten the Trump is because I'm squirreling away coal, waiting for the millisecond Brisbane goes on sale. So, so is so is everyone else. Everyone else is asking when Brisbane's coming out because everyone assumed when they said it would come out into the armory, they expected it straight away. And it's like no, like, like we waited no, for I the black. No, but a I lot wasn't of people. Right away. Some, oh look, I, I I've chatted to different folks, and um, uh, some people were anticipating it would be pretty quickly. I'm like no, no, they said the black USS Black would come out for coal, and it took them over a year. Um, you know. Some of these things yeah. become very slow because they they want exclusivity periods for people that procured them. Yeah, that that's fair, but I want it, so I want it. You want um, Vegemite too, brother? I, I can. Uh, um, and the Dutch cruiser Van Spijk, Spijk, S P E I J K will be available for research points. So uh, one of um, a Dutch cruiser in the research points, I'm actually pretty happy with that. Um, now, I would like to make note, other than the Grosser Kerfus, which is a tech tree ship, we still do not have a tier 10 battleship for coal. We've got plenty of nines and so forth, but there has never been a tier 10 battleship for coal. GK does not count because that was put there for a Tech tree rebalancing. I don't count that, but there has. I just want to highlight we have not had a T10 tech tree for coal. Mm. Yeah, I uh, wasn't. No, yeah, GK was. GK was tech tree. It's in there now for coal. Yeah. But I, that's why I'm saying it doesn't count because 
Was it Moskva called too? No, Moskva was Tech Tree. But that's a cruiser. That's yeah. not a battleship. No, yeah, no, I know. I'm just, I, I'm going through because I, I know that. And same um, with, and same with Haberosk. Haberosk was. Yeah, I wanted to know where they ended up. If it was coal, or if it was exclusively the blooms. Coal, coal for all three. Yeah. I, I just highlight that because I, I didn't add it to I mean, this this podcast. I was going to do it on the next one. We, we're finally getting at the next dockyard. We're getting a DD again, which is lovely. But we've, it's like we've never seen a CV. Um, in dockyards, and we're, we're told CVs are well represented now in the player base, so I find that interesting. Yeah. Hmm. But we'll go back to the waterline stuff in a second. Now, one of the really interesting things from strategic operation, oh, strategic operations from waterline was strategic operations. Um, now, the way it's been worded. I think we've got something similar in World of Tanks, but it's event-based, so each player will do this individually. So it apparently is a virtual battle map. A player will choose an area, then complete a chain of missions or a mission chain for that area. Once complete, the player then will move to another area. So you've got a choice. So I'm presuming some areas will be harder to unlock than others. So if you go down the hard path, the rewards will be better so an end area will unlock a reward um i'm pretty sure we've seen things like this in tanks or other games correct me if i'm wrong captain green um but i'll just say thoughts on this potential operation being individual this is something that i think the player base has been calling out for a long time we haven't had campaigns for ages like what do you do when you get to tier 10 there's nothing and we need we need these kind of strategic operations yes make them difficult make them several at once but we need them yeah um i was gonna say they they, they definitely have mission chains like this in, in world of tanks uh each mission chain would be used to complete a module for a vehicle so you yep. know you'll do a chain of 17 missions for the tracks so on and so forth okay so i, I think that it's going to be a very interesting um way to get potentially more ships or more resources i kind of i kind of like this it's the return of the like uh mission chain events and stuff. i i, 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 like I agree i i kind of agree and um I, I know new players and if they if they release a strong vessel or consumable or something um in this that people want to get I, I don't think it has to be open to everyone um, at this stage. It sounds like this should be end-game content. So like the research bureau, we had to research five tier 10 tech trees originally to unlock that. So I, I like this idea. It shouldn't be open to everyone straight from the get-go. Um, even if you do go buy a tier 10, like a Napoli or something like that. So it will be available to all. I, I, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I, I think it's, it's a great move, and I'd love to see what type of vessels. I'm assuming it's a vessel. Um, It could be camos. Like, what do you think they could do as a reward? Like, Because the problem that we have is, unlike tanks themselves, have has a tank that you can, build, you can get lots of concepts, lots of different things, and you got crews. Getting 100% crew or th other things with skill set was huge. Yeah. In ships, we have captains and a ship. There's there's nothing really else to grind for, like freaks. Like, you got your things, but there's nothing really else to grind for. What kind of things do you think they can add to give us as a reward? Um... 
If this is continually ongoing, I, I don't really know. If this is a one-off thing, I, I can bet my, my bottom dollar that there's going to be a ship at the end of this. Or some variation of, of a ship. You know, like, uh, say, for instance, the Spanish cruisers get released around the same time. Yep. They, they might take it out of the battle pass and put it at the end of this. Something like that, what? I think. If it is something continuous, I think that, yeah, it's going to be boosters and, and camos um, route with maybe say, like coal or something at the end. I was going to say, maybe run them for six months. They could have three type of levels. Like, say you have the easy one that you can do. And it's not Once you pick, you pick, maybe you can't go back. Or I, I don't know, maybe you can. But if you do the easy one, you might get like a tier four or tier five premium. And then if you do the super hard, it might be an eight or a nine or a ten type thing. Um, no. But that could be like get multiple krakens, but they're they're time limited for six months or something like that. Um, it's yeah, it's um. But I think it's it's something that the players need to keep driving on because once you have your super ship or your tier ten, you, you're gonna play to grind free XP or credits yeah. like without something to spend it on. So I. Think, without knowing too much more, I think this is a fantastic concept that they're going to be bringing forward. Yeah, I, I think I think it's going to be good. It's going to add a little bit of endgame content to people. You know, maybe you finish your battle pass, maybe you do whatever. Hey, I can start banging out my special oh, operations missions. I, I again, I, I'd like to retouch battle pass in in maybe a couple months. I. I'm playing like you. I play other games, and I've got a battle pass in another game that costs nothing to buy, absolutely nothing, and you get amazing in-game things that cost real money. That just for playing the game and grinding it out. Um, so it's it's an interesting concept, really interesting. But I suppose it it yeah. It's it's the same thing with the Deep Rock uh, Battle Pass. It's a Battle Pass that everybody has unlocked. You progress through levels. You get content and stuff. Yeah, the more you play, um, all that, and it, it's also geared sometimes to higher plays because with these Battle Passes, it's not simple. Just get 10 points um, by getting base XP per day with a win. Like, the, these are mission-based. Some of them could be easy yeah. of, like, get two torps on an enemy cruiser. Or some of them could oh, be yeah, like, some I'm, of them could be specific of um, on your Japanese CV get eight um, AP dive bombers in one game type thing, and that would be the like that would be like a very hard thing to do because you get the most amount of points from that. And I, I think paying for the battle pass is great, and that's why the missions are like that to make it easy to grind through. If, if it was to be a completely free system, you'd have to make some of them pretty hard to unlock. Yeah, I think I just completely lost my train of thought. Never mind, I guess I don't think he does. He's tired, he's got to get up in the morning. And oh, uh, Captain Greeny, the uh, deli gentleman, yes, I'm doing a nine hour shift tomorrow it's going to be interesting so if you like your ham fresh and saucy go see captain green yes. over the counter um now we got a new event this week as well as sales event and it's called the clr vessel event or the colorful regatta um it's, there's a new temporary resource for boats now i'm gonna see this is even for a new players um these are tech tree boats even if you're a brand spanking new player, 
you'd get to these boats, um, the tier eight North Carolina, the tier nine Rune, or the tier ten Kleber. Uh, don't get me wrong, these have fantastic, nice camouflages. You get a 10-point captain. You get some amazing mission chains to help grind those things up. But in the end, it is a tech tree vessel. Um, look, if people want to spend their money, um, the, the drop chances are pretty low for the premiums. It's 0.5 to get 200 points. So you need, for the Kleber, you need 780. On the second one, it's 0.3 to get 50. If you got the 15,000 dubs, you could just buy 15 type containers. So if you got those, um, it'd make it easier. But in all honesty, the RNG is not in your favor. Um, I think it'd be pretty pricey to buy these. Um, there's no difference to their tech tree counterparts. So, yeah, sorry that I'm, I'm being very strong and biased on that one. Greeny, did you have any other thoughts? The camos are cool. Um, yeah, they don't come with any added bonuses. They just come with a different name and because they, they just get premium bonuses, right? Um, yeah, they, they, they are a reward ship, so they get reward ship bonuses. Got to be very, they're not premiums, they're reward vessels. Oh, oh sorry. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I don't, I mean, because you got to remember premium ships cannot be changed. We had the whole Julie. Julio Cesare Barkle years and years ago when they're going to move to tier six. That's why some boats get called no. reward boats because then wargaming had changed their stats as required. Yeah, I mean, if you really like your rune in your North Carolina, um, I think most people would yeah. go for the Kleber rather than the rune of the North yeah. Carolina. Um, if you do put I in money, uh, remember that these vessels cannot be ground out for their tech tree. Um, so if you got the Rune or the Carolina, they're, they're, they're just a standalone boat. I, I could be wrong. I, I would be shocked if um, they actually ground out to the Hindenburg. But from all purposes, they are separate boats. They don't count for the tech tree line. I will give Wargaming one thing. Actually, no, the Rune still looks absolutely like dog shit. Um, <laughs> North Carolina looks pretty nice. The Clivair looks North awesome. Carolina. Yeah, the North Carolina with the red and the black looks, yeah, looks incredible. Uh, that's what I'm saying. These boats look amazing. They're actually not bad boats. The North Carolina, the Rune, and the Kleber are all great boats. But I, I, if you want to support the game, go right ahead, even as a new player. But I just hesitate caution because these are tech tree boats that you can obtain yeah. by just playing the game. Um, yeah, it's an interesting trend. We saw this with Star Kitakaze and Star Edinburgh, and th those were pretty cool because um, they had pretty cool mechanics and um, animations. This will drive potential sales. I've seen on the first day of release, so um, that would have been 3 a.m. Pacific time in the US, and I was playing or streaming. I saw two Kleber CLRs straight off the bat. Someone else reported a few hours later they had four in one tier 10 game yeah. randoms. So people are going for it, and thank you to those people, but um, it, it, it's, yeah, I, I don't know. And again, some people don't get to grind to tier 10. Like, they might have played the game from day dot. They only may play a game or two here and no clan battles. So for them, it's an opportunity to get a boat that they haven't been able to ground out to. Yeah. I won't. I won't ignore that aspect as well no one no not everyone plays as frequently as some other people so um i, I think the boats that they picked are all good boats the rune's great kaida she's got great hindi guns 
Um, it's a shame that two thirds of them are in her ass, but um, she's yeah. a strong boat. Carolina's a great boat. Clabeer's a great boat. So if you're going to go for these, the boats themselves are not bad. They're all pretty good boats. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm falling more and more in love with this North Carolina CLR. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to, well, I know I'm not going to be able to buy any credits and I don't know how many of these colorful regatta credits I'll be able to grind out, but, um, I, I'm definitely going to be, uh, trying to get for that one. Yeah. I'm trying to go for the North Cal again. I don't, I don't have any money, uh, to, to throw at the event for the clever. Well, some some nice. of them, some of them you can get for um, free XP. I think the armory. They're not all for dubs straight off the bat. You got some. For yeah, there's. Dubs. I can get two containers for two hundred and fifty thousand free XP. Uh, coal container. You want to know what? I am a beneficial man. I'm a good man. I just spent a lot more free XP than I should spend, and I have two crates. We're gonna open them live. Yes. Watch him get. Imagine got- he gets fifteen thousand doubloons from one of them. That is impossible. I will I will stream this to Discord so you can see. But the first one has ten tokens, seven hundred and fifty thousand credits, and five Papa X-ray Papa Una Nona Nona. <laughs> so this is already right off the bat, well worth my hundred and twenty-five thousand free XP. I'm definitely not regretting this investment. <laughs> um, and this other one, let's see. The container animation is very cool. I got ooh twenty, and then coal, and oh Papa X-ray Papa Una no Manamane. Okay. <laughs> what are the other resources you can get them for? Uh dubs. It's dubs. I can get them for dubs, or I can get three for five hundred, or mm. well three at five hundred each. So if I had fifteen hundred dubs. I could do another. Does your army have? Does your armory have fifteen hundred? I can reimburse you. No, I don't have any dubs. Don't don't forget, there is a coupon. So just just so you're aware, if you go up to the top to the coupon greenie, um, yeah, you can get. Just click on the coupon. Um, I think you get twenty five percent off, so you can get the North Carolina in the first week for even cheaper. Yeah, you can get in the first week for one hundred and eighty seven. So right now, after all of the Papa Unanuma nominees I got, I, I only need 187 more to go. Oh, I, I, I will send you some dubs after the street after the podcast today, Greeny. All uh, right, can, I will report back next week. At least you can get the North Carolina with the red and the black. That is a nice looking North Carolina. You can take it out when we take out our Alabama's OB and I. See that yes. way. Yeah, because I don't know an Alabama. Alabama good boat. Um, yes. We did have a deep dive ready to go, but um, we're going to look at the Royal Navy Heavy Cruisers, but we're going to leave that for this week because um, Greeny's got to work tomorrow, so I'm very well aware that I can't keep him up to 4 a.m. talking boats. Yeah, much the... the this was also made... Uh, in consider, this decision was also made with consideration for my roommates in there, so that's good too. I actually did have a few things I wanted to end on. Ooh. Uh, yes, I wanted to. I texted you the answer to the question. But I got a lot of people telling me a lot of different things when it comes to the question I asked last week. So the three that I was looking for, for the types of Terminator armor, was Indominus pattern, Cataphracty pattern, 
and Aqualon pattern. Those are the three I was looking for. Everybody who DM'd me, Emperor-class battleships have eight warp drives. You are no longer allowed to get codes. There was like three people who DM'd me, Iowa's have eight boilers too. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. Yep. 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 There was a whole bunch of eight this, eight that, eight this. I, I agree. Do you know the Gothic-class battlecruiser has eight boilers? <laughs> I did, because somebody messaged me that too. <laughs> Oh, that is hilarious. But yeah, no, so that that was good. And and um, we don't have a question this week because I'm all coded out. I actually got sent into the naughty corner for <laughs> using a lot of griefers codes. That's because, okay. Again, I share them. We, yeah, no, he, you do share them, but we don't get codes strictly for the podcast. Griefer dips into his own codes. No, no, we, we, we do. We do. But, oh, we uh, do? We do. We do. Oh, yeah, they just get lumped in. I'm they sorry. Just, they all just get lumped yeah. in. So we, we gave away probably our entire month's worth of codes in the one question is what I meant. Yep. It's Whoops, not that we do, it's sorry. it's not that we don't get codes. It's just um, we get codes and we we try and limit it. But this week, because we had a few answers, everyone that answered got a code right or wrong. So um, it, it, it took up that month. But I've still got plenty of um, subscriber camo codes that we can use. So we will still give out plenty of codes for next week. Yes, we just don't want to use up any more of the Warhammer ones. Ah, uh, but yeah, it, it was. Thank you, Greeny, for joining us. I must say, pretty had pretty great time on the podcast, and um, it's been a pretty good week in ships. So hopefully, we get to um, have another pretty good week. I'm looking forward to playing some boats a little bit later on in my time. I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually grinding out and playing a lot more boats right now. Actually, I'm grinding out the um, Pan American cruisers. They're they're, they're much, actually better than I thought, to be honest. Much to the detriment of my stats, I'm grinding them out. Um, Your stats love them. Yes. But, um, you know, it's I'm going good. I'm actually I'm getting back into ships. I'm getting that ship's kick again. So that's, that's good. good. That's good. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us this week. Hopefully you've had fun on the podcast or listening in, and we will catch you next week. Till then, have fun in the game and take care. Bye.